Legacy Coder Podcast Episode 1 Unit Testing with SoftRages Natural Welcome to Episode 1 of the Legacy Coder Podcast. My name is Stefan Macke and yeah, welcome to the very first real episode of this podcast after I introduced myself and the podcast in episode zero. Let's start with the real content. Let's talk about natural and let's talk about unit testing, a topic that's very dear to my heart. I wrote about test-driven development in my master's thesis and as part of this thesis I developed NetUnit, a unit testing framework for natural. Well, I didn't develop it on my own. A colleague of mine wrote the first version of the framework in just a few days while he attended a Software AG Natural course. He was a bit bored in the afternoon after he finished his exercises, so he decided to write uh, the first version of a unit test framework for natural. It uh, was a bit clumsy at the time, but it worked and it demonstrated that it would be possible to write unit tests even with such a seemingly old language like natural. So I decided to take a look at it and did a complete rewrite for my master's thesis and the version that's in production use in our company Alter Oldenburger right now is the version that I developed back in 2009. We've added some features over the last few years but the core of the framework is more or less the same since the beginning. So I really like unit testing. I practice test-driven development on a daily basis and uh, no matter what programming language I use, whether it's Java or C-sharp or Ruby or natural, I always write unit tests, automated tests for my software. And well, that's fine and all, but what does that mean for you? Why should you care about unit testing and especially about unit testing your natural programs? And this is what I want to talk to you about today. And I've brought three main points for you today. And these are why would I want to unit test my natural code? what tools are available for unit tests with natural and what do I have to do differently when writing testable natural code. So let's start with the first question. Why would you want to write unit tests for your natural code? Well, first of all, from my personal experience, it's fun. It's really great to write a piece of software and get instant feedback about the correctness of the software. You don't have to test manually and try different input values, etc. and see whether your software works because the computer does that for you and it does that pretty fast. So within a few milliseconds you get the feedback whether everything still works and this enables you to refactor your code mercilessly. You can try out new things, you can rename a variable, you can extract subroutines, you can change the whole structure of your natural module. As long as the tests are still green 
You didn't break anything. And that is such a great experience because you are free to try out new things, to experiment within your code without the fear of breaking anything. And this is really my personal most important benefit of unit testing or test-driven development. I became a software developer because I wanted to innovate. I wanted to create something new. I wanted to experiment and to try out new things. And if you're caught in a legacy code base where you can't change a single line of code without the fear of breaking something in a completely different field of your application, that simply hinders innovation. You need to have the freedom to experiment and you get this freedom if you write unit tests because if you have this safety net of a green bar that always tells you whether you broke something or not then you're really free to try out new things and it's not all about fun and experimenting but simply think of refactoring your code base when you see something for example that has been copy and pasted from another part of the application and that looks more or less exactly like the other part of the code and you want to refactor that you want to remove the duplication in your code but you can't be sure whether you break anything when removing one part of the duplication That's a bad situation because you can't clean up your code, you can't improve your code because you're afraid to break something. So it's not just about bringing back the fun to programming, but it's also about software quality. It's about improving your existing code base. And the main driver for that is a reliable test suite that instantly gives you the feedback you need to decide whether you can move on or whether you have to correct something you broke. And just think about the future of your application. I'm pretty sure if you run a mission-critical system on Natural and Adabase that this system has to be evolved, that it has to be developed even a few years from now. And the requirements may change and they may change drastically so that you have to rewrite, for example, a whole part of your system. And how will you be able to manage that if you don't have a system that reliably tells you that everything that worked before still works? So the unit test suite that you run every time you change a tiny bit of code shows you instantly if there is any kind of regression going on in your system. If you don't know the word regression, it means that if you change some piece of code in one place of your system, something completely different in another part of your system may break because of that change, because of hidden dependencies or simply something you overlooked and forgot to change accordingly. So investing into a unit testing suite right now pays back in the long run multiple times because the short amount of time you need right now to develop some unit tests will definitely save you hours and hours of debugging and searching for bugs that the unit test suite will find you in just a few milliseconds. So Unit tests enable the developers to experiment and to try something new and they provide a safety net for refactoring, for adding new functionality without breaking 
any existing functionality but on top of that it's also the first step on a way to a completely automated build process and here are the buzzwords continuous integration continuous delivery continuous deployment they are only possible if the first step on the ladder to the higher goal of continuous deployment is unit testing Because simply compiling your natural application doesn't give you the certainty that everything's correct, that everything works. The compiler only finds syntactic errors. But what we need to find are semantic errors. Does the application do what it's supposed to do or not? And that's very important to know. Because if you take the next steps and want to deploy your newly compiled application into your production environment you definitely need to make sure that it works as it's expected to work and if you want to automate this process you have to automate this testing you can't rely on humans to test your application they are expensive they are slow And you can't ask them to test your application five times a day because you want to deploy five times a day. That's simply not possible. So you need to automate this step to be able to fully automate your whole deployment process into the production stage. And wouldn't that be nice? No more manual deployment of single natural modules into a different stage. No more individual testing and breaking something because you forgot to copy a certain module or you copied the wrong version of the module or whatever. And for all of this, writing unit tests is the very first step. So, you better start today. <laughs> And this leads us to our next question. What tools are available for unit testing with natural? And this question can be answered pretty fast because I only know of two tools that are out there. One of which is the natural tester that's integrated into natural one by software AG. And the other one is an open source unit testing framework called NetUnit. Surprise! It's the one I developed as part of my master's thesis. So, shameless self-plug here. I'm pretty sure you can already guess which one of the two uh, I prefer. But let's start at the beginning and take a look at the two individual possibilities for writing unit tests for your natural code. The one that's integrated into natural one, the sub-program tester or natural tester, is a tool by SoftRagy that comes with a graphical user interface so you can use the mouse to define your test cases and you can right click on them and run them and see the results. However, there's one caveat here and in my opinion it's exactly what I described here because you have to use the mouse and you can't write the unit tests yourself. You have to click them together, you have to import some XML files and export them and well, in my opinion, it has nothing to do with 
programming a unit test. It's more or less clicking a unit test and defining some weird XML file. And uh, that's not what I would like to do when writing tests. I would like to use the language my production code is also written in so that I can write my unit tests exactly in the same way that I write my production code. I don't want to learn another tool or another language or some XML stuff. I just want to write a piece of code that tests another piece of code. And if the code under test is written in natural, of course the test should also be written in natural. And when writing these unit tests, I want to have IDE support for that. I want to use all the tools that I already know. I want to use the same shortcuts. I want to use code completion, highlighting and all that stuff that I'm used to when I'm working with natural one. So in my opinion, you have to write your unit tests in natural. And the tool of choice for this would be NatUnit because at least I don't know of any other unit testing framework for natural out there. And you can simply start writing tests by implementing a natural subprogram because the test cases in NatUnit are just that, plain old subprograms. In the natural one tester, the tests and test cases have to be defined in XML files and you can run them within natural one. But as soon as you want to automate all that stuff, you run into problems. To be honest, I don't know whether the test run from within natural one can be automated. I haven't tried that because I haven't worked with this tester. The last time I took a look at it was well, a few years ago. So I'm not exactly up to date on uh, this whole testing stuff in natural one. And there might already be a way to automate all this testing inside your build process. As you might already know, natural one comes with an integrated ant build script that you can generate for your natural application and that you can run from the command line to build and deploy your natural application. And there might also be a way to automate the testing inside this build script. However, because I worked with this build script over the last few months, I haven't seen any way of automating these tests. I haven't seen any option or setting where you can, um, for example, enable the testing or something like that. On the other hand, if you use NatUnit, you simply write your natural programs. There's a NatUnit runner that you can start directly from within natural. There's no additional framework or execution environment or whatever needed to run your unit test. You just need a natural runtime and you simply start a natural program that calls the natural unit tests. So all the tools that you might already use to automate all your natural processes and workflows, they can be used for automating these tests too. And they're, they're just plain natural programs. So you can do everything that you know from your natural environment with these tests too. And what's also very important is that NetUnit can test 
any callable module from within natural. So I'm talking about subprograms, subroutines, functions, everything that can be called from a subprogram can also be tested with NetUnit. As far as I know, the software AG tester can only test subprograms and that's all. You define your input and your expected output for the subprogram call and the framework calls it. But you can't call an external subroutine or a function or whatever else you would like to test. And that's different in NetUnit because it's just a plain natural module. You can do whatever you like inside natural and make sure that your modules return the expected values. And last but not least, if NetUnit doesn't do what you would like it to do, then you're free to extend it yourself. The whole framework is written in natural itself. There's no magic thing going on here. It's plain natural. So if something doesn't work the way you expect it to, just grab the sources and edit it, extend it. Feel free to do whatever you like with it. It's published as open source, freely available for download on the internet. The Software AG tester, on the other hand, is proprietary software by Software AG. And if it doesn't do what you would like it to do, then, well, you could contact Software AG's support and uh, we'll see how that works out for you. But to be fair here, on the other hand, that's mm, the main strength of the natural tester within Natural One because Software AG gives you the support you need if something breaks. NetUnit, of course, it's open source software, so there's nobody you can, um, well, sue if something in your system breaks, for example. Um, but, well, that's the spirit of open source. You can freely download it and extend it and do whatever you want with it, but if something breaks, you're on your own. And of course, I can understand if a company doesn't want that. If you're running a mission-critical system, and I suppose you do because you use AdaBase Natural, then relying on open-source technology might seem a bit strange at first. But just take a look at other platforms. Take a look at Java. I'm pretty sure there's not a single Java application out there that doesn't rely on open-source software whatsoever. Whether it's Log4j for logging or JUnit for testing or Apache libraries for whatever, string manipulation or a Google library for... I don't know, JSON parsing, whatever you want to do with Java, there's an open source framework for that. But of course, Software AG's world looks a bit different, at least in the year 2017. However, they start to open up to the community. They just launched their own GitHub page where they publish open source frameworks. And tools. So why wouldn't you open up to open source in your company? You just have to take a look at the Microsoft story to see that open source really makes sense. Microsoft started opening up to open source a few years ago and take a look at the infrastructure around all this NuGet Packet Manager, for example. There are so many different frameworks and tools and libraries for .NET available right now, all because Microsoft opened up and leveraged the open source community.
So at least in my opinion, it's time that we do the same in the software AG world. And we already did that. We published net unit and our logging framework log for net also within the same repository. Feel free to download it, experiment with it. You can see all the source code. It's freely available. So you can check whether we uh, built some backdoor into the framework, which I can assure you we did not. And if you don't trust me because I'm the author, well, talk to other SoftwareG customers who already use NetUnit. There are quite a few other natural developers and companies out there who already use the framework and who even extended the framework themselves. And they've done pretty cool things with it. For example, at another insurance company, I saw... Um, a UI based on natural for Ajax, where the results of the unit tests can be made visible in a web page. And that's really cool. So if you want to give it a try, just visit the show notes for this episode and you'll find the download link right at the bottom of the page. You'll see that it's pretty easy to write your first unit test with NetUnit. Okay. And that leads us to my last question. What do I have to do differently when writing unit tests? Because a testable natural module looks differently than a one that hasn't been tested automatically. And the first thing that's very important is that you have to modularize your logic. You have to decouple your business logic from the database access and especially the user interface. Because many of the old natural modules that I saw over the years, they directly access the database and displayed the data, for example, with an input or a write statement to the end user. And of course, in between, there's some kind of weird business logic going on. And these three things have to be separate and completely separate if you want to be able to test your business logic. Because if these three concerns are entangled in a single natural module, you can't test one of them independently of the other ones. So if you would like to test your business logic, you can't test it without accessing the database and writing some input to the screen. And that makes it impossible to test the business logic. Because if the database changes, which it does because duh, it's a database and the data inside the database will be changed by a user, for example, then your test breaks. And on the other side, if you change the UI, because for example, uh, you put another field onto the map or you uh, put it in different position or whatever, then the test also breaks Or what's even worse, you can't even automatically test the module because it's hardwired to the UI. And if it, for example, expects a user input after some kind of business logic, then the test will simply stop because you can't simulate user input in a unit test. That's not possible in natural. So first of all, you'll definitely have to factor out the business logic into its own completely separate callable module. And I'm honest, that's pretty hard to do. That's the main reason why our system, Versys, 
hasn't got a very high code coverage with unit tests yet because all these old modules they simply can't be broken down into their parts because it's way too difficult and too dangerous to do because we haven't got any unit tests yet and we have to completely refactor a module how do we make sure that this module still works after this really really big refactoring of extracting database and ui logic and business logic that's simply not possible so i would like to suggest that you start writing unit tests for new modules that you program because if you start on a green field and you write a completely new module of course then you have the chance to separate these three concerns from one another just make sure that the core business logic is programmed in a natural module that doesn't touch the database or shows output to the user a natural subprogram with a well defined parameter data area for example would be perfect for that but you could also use an external subroutine for example or a function if you would like to work with that and all the data this module needs to do what it's supposed to do has to be put into the module from the outside via the PDA and everything the module does has to be returned via the same or another PDA back to the calling module so that in your production code you can call the module for example with data from the database and display the results to the user but in a unit test you can call the module with fake data and do some assertions on the output for example make sure that the integer you got back is bigger than 10 for example and if you structure your new natural programs in this way you will not only be able to test the module but you will definitely be able to reuse these modules much more easily because you have decoupled the business logic from the database and the user input so for example if you want to automate the process that right now is a manual process with user input you can just chain a few call nuts after each other and you don't have to worry about the process being stopped by some map that pops up so you'll end up with tiny pieces of functionality that can be recomposed to provide new features and implement new requirements and this is why i also love unit testing because it definitely improves your overall system architecture and the quality of your product is improved and i know that this might be pretty hard to do for a natural developer who has been programming with a read loop uh, directly followed by a display statement or whatever for a few years or even decades and i know that's why natural became so popular because it was so easy and still is easy to write line of business applications with just a few lines of code and if you want to do that of course you have to throw all of these different concerns into a single natural module but if you want to write software that's evolvable that can be changed in the years to come you have to stop that you have to modularize your 
programs so that they can be reused in a different context. And I'm speaking from experience here because my job was opening up our existing natural application to a service-oriented architecture. And the main problem we had and still have with that is that all of these old modules directly access the database and display data to the user. And if we now want to extract a service from that and we want to publish the business logic to another system, that's simply impossible. Because the external system doesn't know about database and it doesn't know about input using map. The system wants to call a service with a defined set of parameters that go in and it wants to get back another set of parameters. And for this to work, you will need to extract your business logic into individual callable modules. As I mentioned, that's still a struggle for us too. We're using NetUnit for eight years now in production, but we still haven't covered well, well over 90% of our code base because it's simply not possible. We don't have the manpower and it's not monetarily reasonable to rewrite the, the main application just to get it under test. So what we did was write unit tests for the new modules that are added to the system. And by doing that, over the last eight years, we built up a test suite with well over 500 test cases and thousands of tests and ten thousands of assertions going on. And we automated the test process so that after each push into our Git repository, the whole test suite runs on a Jenkins continuous integration server. And as of this recording, the whole test suite takes about seven minutes to run. Just for comparison, the compile step takes three minutes. So our 19,000 modules are compiled in about three minutes and the unit test run after that takes twice as long. And of course, this doesn't happen overnight. It was a long way for us to end up with all of these tests. It was hard to convince the natural developers to write unit tests after years of programming in a different way. And it's still hard to convince some of my colleagues to write unit tests. So we're also far from perfect ourselves. But you have to start somewhere, right? If you want to improve your architecture, if you want to improve your system and your maintainability, unit tests are definitely the right way to go. If I have to change a natural module that already has unit tests, I can be pretty sure I haven't broken anything after I've run the build and I see the green bar. Kent Beck, the author of Test Driven Development by Example and one of the first developers to use unit testing um, and he was also one of the co-authors of the original JUnit framework. He calls developers who love writing unit tests test infected and I'm pretty sure that you can get test infected too if you just try it. If you see the benefits, if you change your code 
and can be sure that everything still works. And if you would like to try that for yourself, just download the framework, experiment with it, write me a note if something doesn't work or if you would like any additional information. Just contact me on social media or uh, via the show notes for this episode. I would be happy to help you on your way towards unit testing with natural. And if you want to reach out to me, please visit the show notes. Legacycoder.com slash one will instantly lead you to the show notes for this episode, where you can see a summary of what I talked about today and where I also Uh, included a link to test-driven development by example and also to the part of my master's thesis where I describe how I implemented NetUnit with a test-driven approach. So I wrote the unit test framework without having a unit test framework in the first place, test-driven. And how that is even possible, well, you can see for yourself if you understand German, because my master's thesis was written in German. But I'll include the link in the show notes so you can take a look at it if you'd like to. If this episode was interesting for you and you perhaps learned something from it or got some inspiration for your natural programming from it, I would love to get feedback from you. Send me a mail or drop me a note under the show notes Or best of all, write me a review on iTunes, for example, or on Stitcher or wherever you subscribed to this podcast. This helps me get more visible and maybe reach even more natural developers who write legacy code for a living. And if you don't want to miss any new episodes that come out, feel free to subscribe to my newsletter legacycoder.com slash newsletter. It's completely free of charge. And if you're not interested in it anymore, you can simply unsubscribe with a single click. And I promise I won't be mad at you. And that's all for today. Thank you for your attention. And until next time on the Legacy Coder Podcast. Bye. Bye.